Welcome to the Room of Lives. I'm your host, Neil. In this part of my conversation with Pratim, we talk about the multiplicity of time. What if at your death, your life really flashes past your eyes, but in real time? Is it rebirth or eternal recurrence? Is there any correspondence between the fracturing of objective time, say in relativity, and of subjective time in non-ordinary states. Yeah, I also accidentally took like a high dose of LSD mm-hmm. and... Uh, What was happening in my outer reality? I was in a tantric orgy. But you didn't even know. You didn't even know that. Yeah, I didn't even know. I was crashing into people. I was doing all sort of things outside. That I inside, I was having my own experience. Hmm. Um, and that outside, I was doing, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, and I felt like I was stuck in the eternal now. Yeah. And nothing else existed except me right now. Yeah. And I think somehow my ahankara, my I am maker, was still online. And so because there's only the now and my i'm maker depends on past and future to make an eye it was scared it was like mm. there's no there's i mean i became a rock star and i had the adulation of all these fans but it was like there is no point to this because and you didn't hypothetically become a rock star you actually had that experience you told me yeah right yeah it was like I you had that experience of being a rock star and then all the people who were adoring you, you saw that it was just forms of you. Just forms of me. So yeah. what is the point? What is the point? Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, ah. But all of this stuff was happening in the eternal now. Yes. So this is my question about the eternal now is that when someone says just this moment or now, there's a picture of a single static moment in time. Nothing is changing. The moment anything is changing, there is time. So how could you have had all these experiences of becoming a rock star, all of these things in just one eternal now? So at least the, I mean, who knows if my experience <laughs> was the eternal now, but yeah. what I call the eternal now yeah. in, in that experience, it was like, uh, the g- g- game of life simulation mm-hmm. that that I have shown you. Did you remember where those yeah, yeah. T- 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 pixels yeah. become? And so in the game of life, it's like what happens in the next instant is like deterministic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so in my eternal now, it was like that. Like. Time is still rolling mm. and the time being rolled along with it. Mm. And um, 
pixel by pixel things are updating mm-hmm. but in a deterministic fashion there is no way for it to be any other way there's no way for so it. is it as if the entire time course is already laid out <laughs> in front yeah. of you so so it's not like the future is a different unknown thing than the present do that i only know the future right now mm. i mean i only know the right yeah. now so yeah. just like in the game of life the pixels only know right now yeah yeah if you zoom mm-hmm. out and see oh i can and know the rules you can see oh this will be the future state you know yeah but the pixels only know the right now and so i only knew the right now and there was <laughs> nothing else there was no yeah. i did not remember the moment before the moment it was just like right now and, yeah yeah you know there was something that i wanted to talk to you about this time thing uh-huh. is you at that time when that was happening you were in this eternal now having this certain quote unquote experience but everyone else in the party was watching you just twisting and tumbling around people crashing into people i don't know falling into a pool or whatever it is and the question would be like where those two things happening at the same time and that's a naive question to ask because that assumes that there's a single stream of time in which it is happening you were maybe tumbling around for i don't know maybe like an hour so the naive would think would be to like oh no, no there's no eternal now or anything you would just have that experience internally for one hour because it has to add up to the same time if you say that everything happens in the same time stream but the more i learn about things not just about spirituality but also about science uh-huh. is that time is not a single stream that mm. flows in the universe there are like little branches mm. of time that can split off and rejoin mm. and so this seems to be one of those things where it's like a split off into something that might not even be called time anymore maybe that eternal now it's just time didn't make sense then or it was out of time or something but the flow of time for other people in the party kept on going in their world but your time world had kind of like split off from theirs mm-hmm. if you hadn't taken that dose you would still be in sort of roughly the same time stream as them oh, hey what's what time is it oh 7:30 oh we got here at 7 everyone agrees mm-hmm. now suddenly there's a split and you no longer agree with yeah. their version of time and so that's kind of interesting and uh um there is a um there is a movie called Waking Life yeah and it was directed by an Austin director called Richard Linklater and it's about it's a very kind of whimsically almost like a painted movie mm-hmm. that is about lucid dreaming so the movie looks very dreamy and i remember watching a scene in that movie and in that scene there was a couple lying in bed and they were talking and the guy said he was like you know they say that when you come to the end of your life you're about to die your entire life flashes in front of you but does it flash like super fast maybe to the outsider person it flashes by in front of your eyes for a very short amount of time but internally you might be reliving that experience 
in real time. In real time. As in, in real time. So so it's like a rebirth <laughs> into that life. And so 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 then I was just thinking like, oh, would that be like your entire life kind of just reset again to the moment of your birth? And then you see your life quote unquote flash past your eyes or you just like live through that experience and reach the point of death again and then once again <laughs> it flashes so you just keep this this cycling mm. through the same life and you know Nietzsche talked about eternal recurrence there was a, a philosopher I haven't actually read his theory or his philosophy but he talked about the idea of going through this life again and again and again and mm. again. Um, it was like, well, you know, what kind of life would you like to live if you just pointlessly went through it again and again and again? There is a certain kind of life that you would still like to live. And so I guess he wrote something about that. So I was just thinking about that. And uh, yeah, basically about realms of time, that time can split off into two different realms and no longer be like a unified yeah. single stream. And the first time that this was brought up in physics was actually in relativity. Mm. So Isaac Newton had a certain picture of the universe in which there was something called universal time. Like you can imagine time ticking the same for everyone. Mm -hmm. Tick tock, tick tock, that's universal time. But Albert <clears throat> Einstein, when he you know, wrote down the theory of relativity, I think this was maybe even in the special theory of relativity. Time became relative, right. just like space. And different people or objects traveling at different speeds with respect to each other would experience slightly different mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. Like there are ways, if you, you go, if you go fast enough, for your time to split off from the other person's time and for you to experience longer time and then come back or whatever and then you have aged more. Yeah, this is like a twin... Yeah, yeah, you the take twin a twin and you take, okay. The movie uh, Interstellar Stella. actually used that because yeah. you went close to that black hole in order for time to speed up or something mm -hmm. and then come back or something like that. Mm -hmm. so, so that broke the notion of universal time. It's as mm -hmm. if everyone has their private version of time that they carry around and it's only synced because we're moving at the same speed mm -hmm. at this moment. Um so there have been some things that that leads to some situations that I've been very interested in. Like one of those is what happens as you watch someone fall into a black hole? Like it's a thought experiment. But if you watch someone fall into a black hole, there is this thing called the event horizon right. around the black hole and no light can that's inside the event horizon can reach out. So that means you will actually never see the person beyond the event horizon. Right. You will never see them fall into the event horizon. In fact, the closer the person gets to the event horizon, the slower the light rays get that are trying to get away from him right. towards your eyes. So your visual is going to be that as they fall into the black hole, they decelerate, decelerate, decelerate until they come to a standstill at the event horizon. horizon. And they maybe get warped all over the event horizon or something, but they never fall through. Mm. They just gradually, asymptotically become still. Yeah. But that's not their experience. They're falling right through whoever the fuck, whatever the fuck their experience is. But it's just weird. It's like on the one hand, you see something happening that slowly comes to a standstill. 
And on the other hand, their experience is completely different. Maybe they get stretched so fast as they go through the event horizon that like time speeds up to infinity or something. Yeah. So a lot of people were like shocked by these theories. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like time just like breaks, warps and weird shit like this. And uh, yeah, sometimes I do wonder that when we talk about these like eternal now and time related things within the context of spirituality, Mm -hmm. uh, like a hardcore scientist would come and say, I mean, stop all this nonsense. Like we know about time. Yes. Okay. It's a little wibbly wobbly, but it is, we have written it down. It's in relativity. Yes. Time is a little bit nonlinear, but like this, uh, not like that what is this you took some drugs like you didn't go near a black hole what is this eternal now business so both camps admit the non-linearity of time but their versions are very different like the spiritual camp and the scientific camp and one might say there doesn't need to be any correspondence you know between the two but i feel like ultimately there has to be some correspondence because when people talk about time scientists usually talk about something called objective time that you can measure but there is subjective time, which is the passage of time as is felt by conscious beings. There's going to be some kind of bridge. Like, is there some kind of map? Like, the things that you're talking about here, your experiences, or the ex- hypothetical experience of the life flashing past your eyes and things like that, those are kind of like subjective experience. Right. And so what do the laws of t- time in nature, do they have anything to do with the subjective weirdnesses of time? That's something that I've like thought about. Like it would be so cool to just marry those two from the two worlds. You say, hey, look, the, there's some the, commonality. So is the notion of time like a thing we, we have imposed on reality? Like, you know, like mm. how um, what is a you know, like a map this is the terrain yeah you know um and so if time being a regular thing we have imposed on reality for the convenience that it offers yeah yes standardizations in a lot of domains offers convenience uh, for technological uh, progress um but it is still a map it is mm. not the actual terrain, right? And so part of me is thinking like, time is always subjective. Mm-hmm. We, we, we have just t- taken some one version of it and made it objective time. Uh, yeah, that could be the start of the flaw in the first place. So when it becomes... Like when it when you notice these situations in which it splits off and there are multiple versions, that might not be the paradox. It might have been created in the first place because we decided to agree on something called objective time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And as per my subjective experiences with time splitting off, I have had that maybe not on this this trip, but mm. on some other trip there then I think I've told you this where I recognize that as I'm does I die yeah uh, let's say the blood and oxygen to the brain stops right and so the 
brain is dying it's not all dead right and so as it as more and more areas to turn offline uh time starts expanding to to infinity and the thoughts in my mind start distilling into an essence emotion mm-hmm. and as as more and more areas mm-hmm. go offline time tends to infinity it doesn't become infinity what does it, it mean time tends to infinity yeah because it is not infinite but it feels like let's say the essence emotion is happiness right yeah. and so i am experiencing happiness thought infinity yeah or the essence emotion is fear and i'm experiencing fear thought mm. infinity there it's not really infinity mm. because it ends but yeah. it feels like that it feels while like you were in that in that quote unquote temporary um you know whatever time field it feels it yeah feels it but then it ends at some point um <laughs> and so like <laughs> this notion i mean they can easily see how how the notions of heaven and hell oh yeah let's try to bring it up yeah it's always seemed dumb, dumb to me that in christianity for the actions of a finite life you're condemned to an eternity of heaven or eternity of hell and what the hell that's not good management <laughs> if you're a corporate corporation That's not how you do HR. <laughs> <laughs> that the, the punishment of eternity, you know, may make you do things yeah. in the right. So, but you know, so those may not be human impositions, but at least in this experience I was like, oh, you know, maybe that that, that that's what they talk about, they mean eternal heaven, you know, it's like yeah, because this my last emotion if it distilled into a negative emotion mm-hmm. uh it would be thought eternity and it will be hell mm-hmm. and if it distilled into a positive one mm-hmm. and or it could think, be anything in between too yeah anything in between something that's like 80% positive but 20% kind of and then you just stay that way for eternity <laughs> but i mean like yeah i mean depends what I mean I haven't experienced the, the, the whole range. So mm. um that I did uh think later that the Christians and Muslims whoever believes in this eternal heaven eternal hell they bury their dead, right? Yeah. And mm. so, so this subjective subjective aliveness that stays at the point of death it might stay longer. so even though the person is dead let's say the heartbeat stops you know mm-hmm. so we, we declare them that but not all billions cells in their body die at that yeah. same time right so yeah. different different organs turn off at different percentages at different th- 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 times so some subjective awareness may still stay alive and like we said given though on outside time that awareness might just be 10 minutes extra the the, the, the after they have been declared dead mm. but the subjective yeah. yep, yep. might be 
Yeah. Millennia long, you know, yeah. who knows how long. So, um, Oof. yeah. And if you bury the dead, mm-hmm. and yeah, um, it might stay even longer mm-hmm. than, than as in Hinduism, they burn the dead. And so, I mean, this is just speculation, you know. Yeah. And so, that's why the notions of afterlife are also different in these two traditions where then you burn, you free the soul to take another incarnation. Mm-hmm. That as here you are, you keep them in this state until the, mm-hmm. the, the returning of the Christ or something. When this um, happened to you, what was the essence that stayed for you in your final eternal essence when everything else shut down? Um, I can't remember now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Man, you were in it for eternity. <laughs> I know. So the one thing was on one occasion it was fear. Uh, you know, we have had multiple of these here. Maybe that, that's, mm. I mean, who knows? And yeah. I think there was a time the terrible happiness as well, you know, like just like peace and bliss. Thanks for showing up to the room of lives to hang out with Pratim and me today. Take care until next time. Mm.